pray and ask God for his help this morning. Lord, I thank you so very much that you love us, that you get our sense of humor, that you wired us, that you enjoy us, enjoy being around us. I thank you that uh, we know that you're always with us. And I ask today that you would help us as we turn to the scripture to understand what we are reading. And we ask that you would help us to grow in faith and grow closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, I'm going to have to watch my, I'm going to have to look at my phone every once in a while because somebody did not put out my clock. Would have been my fault I was setting up, so that's somebody that's in here. Uh, Romans chapter 8, uh, we're going to read verses 37 through 39. This is a letter that Paul wrote um, to uh, believers just like you and me that lived in a city just like we do, uh, that had um, questions, concerns, and so we're going to go to Romans chapter 8 and read verses 37 through 39. Are you ready? All right. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can you say amen to God's word? We need to get that in our spirit, right? Nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus. Now, you see on the screen behind me the stated purpose that we have as a church. We're here to be helping people connect with Jesus, grow in faith, and share His love. We believe that that just kind of summarizes the mission that God gives us in the Scripture. And today I want to help us grow in faith a little bit. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Now, faith is easily seen as when we see what God sees, and we agree with that, and then we take action. Okay? So faith is, I see what God sees, I agree with that, and I take action. So we want to grow in faith today. And I want to talk a little bit about winning faith. Now, some of you know me well enough that that doesn't make you pucker. You're not worried that we're going to go somewhere weird, uh, which is good. It's good. We're getting to know each other. Let me define that a little bit. In God, I have strength beyond the challenge. In God, I have strength beyond the challenge. We've been talking recently about faith statements, which which are um, thoughts that are true, that I can pull from Scripture, plain, simple truth that I can pull from Scripture and say that are relevant, that are real to me, that give me strength, that help me. So we've looked at God is my strength, God is my provider. And today we're looking at winning faith, that I can have strength beyond the challenge. And we're pulling that from the scripture that we just looked at, Romans 8, 37 through 39, from which we say in verse 37, you, if you grew up in church, might be more familiar with the phrase than more than conquerors, instead of the way that the New Living phrased it, that in all this we are more than conquerors. I think the new living comes a little bit better to modern English today in describing that. And he's describing all the difficulty that they've been through. And Rome has been leveled by war. They've had storms. They've had to rebuild their homes, rebuild their their, uh, businesses. 
They've had real difficulties in life. They had more racism than we have in the United States today, more poverty, more challenges than we have in the United States today. Rome, compared to today, makes Baltimore City look calm. Makes our murder rate look not so bad. Our drug problem, not so bad. Do your history homework and you'll see that Rome was jacked up. Okay? Now... Paul writes under the inspiration of God to the Romans that, hey, in all this mess that we're suffering, in all the difficulty that we are going through, we have complete victory. I want to explain this and look at some other scriptures. You may be familiar with in football, when football players put their hands up with the number four as they go to start the fourth quarter. And what, what, what that means, what that, for those of us that are not football literate, which is okay. You don't need to be on social media. You don't need to understand football. Well, part of what that means is that the fourth quarter is where we win the game. The fourth quarter is where we win the game. And a part of what football players understand, because football is really a chess match, and that's a topic for another day. What they understand is that to be completely and overwhelmingly victorious, to prevail completely, to conquer, to gain the victory, means that this phrase that you see on the bottom of the screen, I need to have strength beyond the challenge. So what this means is, what Paul is saying is in that I can't be separated from the love of Jesus. What he's saying is that if I choose to follow Jesus, receive his love, and not be separated from the love of Jesus that I will have strength beyond my challenge. Okay, now, if that's true, that means that there was a time when I did not have the strength. But now I do have the strength. The kingdom of God is described as righteousness, which means right relationship with God and with others, peace, and joy. And whether we are battling cancer or a uncontrollable insecurity or a spirit of fear or anxiety about finances or addiction, whether they be sexual or chemical, no matter what it is that we are wrestling, the truth of the matter is in God, we can have the strength to outlast that challenge. Does that make sense? It's possible. We can. We can have strength for the fourth quarter of our life. And I'm not trying to be morbid. I'm not talking about, you know, when you're in your 80s. I'm talking about now, today, this week, with whatever that challenge is. Because y'all look nice in here. But I know you've got challenges. You know you've got challenges. Right? And whatever the challenge that we face in life, the truth is that in God... I can have the strength to outlast that challenge. I can. Even if I feel weak. Even if I can't see it with my natural eyes. Even if I don't perceive how it's possible. The truth is that it is possible. Because everything you see had a beginning. God created. He said, let there be light. And there was light. And so since God can do anything, it's possible. It's possible for me to, in areas in my life where I do not have the victory now, to have the victory tomorrow. 
Y'all aren't totally there with me yet, so let's go. It's a little more scripture. A little more scripture. You ready? John, Pastor John writes this. I will overcome my enemies because he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. With a number of the scriptures I'm putting out here today, watch for the he who. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in this world. That means when I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, now what I've got up inside of me is strength that is beyond anything else. That is not subject to my limitations or to the challenges that I face in this life. 2 Timothy 1.7, one of my favorites. God has not given me a spirit of fear. Now, it's one thing to have a moment of fear. And that might save you from doing something disastrous. But a spirit of fear is something that is controlling you, that is affecting you, that is stopping you short of doing something you should do, or is keeping you alone and isolated and separated from good, healthy, life-giving relationships. A spirit of fear is not something that God has given you. God's not, here's something really simple test in your life. If you're feeling confused, frustrated, oppressed, depressed, or afraid, that didn't come from God. It didn't. And so we got to check the source of where it's coming from and do something about that. Now, just because I'm talking loud and excited right now, don't think that I've never faced that. I've been beat up, not chased by a mob, but I've been beat up. I've been abused. When we go through the stuff, we can't see how the victory can happen. Right? Which is why God gave us each other, himself, and the word. So the last thing I should do when I can't see the victory is get alone. Or with other miserable people. But that's what we want to do. Oh, I know. I had a... Uh, that's, that needs to be another time. We would rather be alone. I know. Trust me. In my fleshly nature, I am an insecure, lonely, I want to be alone, I'm happier alone person. That's who I really, well, not really, that's who I would be without Jesus. But God has not given me a spirit of fear, but power. Some of you like that's just a little uncomfortable. It's okay. Holy Spirit's gentle. Love, sound mind. That's what God has given us. Psalm 60, verse 12. I love the way this passage starts. With God's help, I will do mighty things. Know this one? Ephesians 6.10. I can be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. And one that you may be familiar with that's not about getting you a brand new car or job, but is actually living through life's difficulties with victory in Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who lives In me. Now that's the double truth, Ruth. We got to get this in your spirit. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. Who? Jesus, the champion of our faith who got it all started, who will bring it to completion. He's the one who's going to bring you through. This is my grandmother, Leona. 
I want to tell you a little bit about Leona's story. Leona married my grandfather Leif, Norwegian, okay? Don't ask me what I might have been named. They got married in their early 20s. Their parents had been immigrants to the U.S. Got married in the early 20s. and In their early 20s. Shortly after getting married, she was stricken with polio and paralyzed. She couldn't walk for decades. See, the story of my immediate family can't be told without the story of Leona. And Leona's in heaven now, but before we moved to Baltimore, Leona saw what God wanted to do in this church in Baltimore more clearly than even I did. Do you know that she prayed for you? Every one of you, even if this is your first Sunday. She prayed for you, and in heaven, she still does. Leona had faith. Paralyzed, unable to walk, unable to care for herself as a a new bride. This is what she looked like right here. As a new bride. Leona did not allow polio to defeat her. Not once. Leona didn't allow polio to separate her from the love of Jesus. Not once. Leona didn't allow polio to shape her identity. Leona didn't allow polio to keep her from having vocation, purpose, full-time work, excitement in life. Leona didn't allow polio to keep her from having joy and peace that was real, that was not medically induced, that was not psychobabble, that was not just repeating stuff over and over. She had joy that was legit on the inside, bubbling up outside of her that she could not contain. For decades, she couldn't walk, but she had faith. And one of the things that she would say over and over is that I have victory in Jesus. Now, some of you have heard me complain about pain since I blew my knee out last fall and went through surgery and all that. I never heard her complain. So I'm still trying to grow up. I never heard her complain. She was in pain every day. Disfigured from the disease. Never heard her complain. What I heard her talk about a lot was victory in Jesus. And you know what she did? She searched for God every day. No matter how early that meant she had to wake up, she would get up and she would look for Jesus. She would search the scripture. She would memorize the scripture. She would pray the scripture, which I strongly recommend. She would search the scripture. She would look for Jesus. She would want to fall in love with Jesus. And from that, in that journey of her life, she found vocation. She found purpose. And she was a professional prayer, however you say that. She would pray a lot. And she would see miraculous answers to her prayers. She became a guide for many, a counselor for many. She helped take care of other people. 
she had vocation. She was not defeated. She had strength beyond the challenge. For real. Decades went by, and in her 60s, at a family Christmas party, when I was young, we had one more prayer time, praying down God's promise to touch her body. And he did. And miraculously, beyond the doctor's ability to describe what happened, she was able to walk. She was able to jump. She would stand, I remember so clearly, she would stand at the kitchen counter and put her hands on the counter and jump. And smile and laugh like a little girl. It's possible to have strength beyond the challenge. But we have no examples in Scripture of it happening passively. It requires something of you to receive the love of God, to be changed by it, to be an active learner, to be a follower of Jesus. It's possible it can happen. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. I I, I don't have time to read it, but this passage that you may remember famously talking about with so great a cloud of witnesses. And I think about my grandmother Leona watching how I live today. Let us lay aside the weight that so easily besets us. And I love the way he he says that because it's not just sin. Is that the amp? Moment over. It's not just sin, and secret sin will wreck your life more than anything else. But it is also those things that may not be sin that we allow to limit ourselves. Insecurity, anxiety, fear, worry, doubt. Questions that we've never sought to resolve, not sought to look up in the scripture and see what God has to say about them. Relationships that are pulling us back from him, uh, allowing those relationships to whatever the weight is. He says, let us throw down, cast off, put down the weight that so easily besets us so that we can run the race with endurance. Yeah, yeah. One of those dirty words in the Bible, right? Endurance. Well, I didn't come to church to hear about that. I just want God to make it all better. But God wants us to run with endurance. It's not a dirty word. It's a beautiful word. Once you get it. How? I run with endurance, and it says right here in the first two verses, how do we do this? By keeping our eyes on Jesus. Think about it. When you feel tired, when you feel lonely, when you feel insecure, when you succumb to secret sin, when you are depressed, when you are in doubt, are you in that moment keeping your eye on Jesus? No. 
You ever notice that I talk about Jesus a lot? Jesus loves you. And I want you to love him. Can you fall in love with a person without looking at them, thinking about them, talking about them, listening to them? No, you can't. Any married people in here you know what I'm talking about? Right? If I want to fall in love with Jesus, I need to look at Him. Think about Him. Listen to Him. Talk to Him. If you... If there's no problems in your life, you should be reading stories about Jesus in here. If you have lots of problems, you should be reading stories about Jesus in here. If you're at the best day of your life, you should be reading stories about Jesus in here. How else will you know what he's like? And this is the way that I can have strength in my life beyond the challenge. By falling in love with Jesus. It's so simple. And so ignored. What did he go through? What was Jesus' life like? What were his friends like? What happened to him? Was life perfect? No. Was the world fair to him? No. I remember a time in my life where I had been betrayed. And and as a teenager, of course, you just think your world's over. And somebody said to me, Ben, do you ever think that maybe Jesus was betrayed a little more than you were? I'm so grateful for people in my life that ask me questions. What did Jesus go through? And why did he go through it? And in this passage we see, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. What was the joy? Being with you. Because if he did not go through the cross, you would not have the ability to come to him. Let's fall in love with Jesus. Let's set our affection on Him. Let's read about Him. Let's talk about Him. Speak the truth in love from Scripture means this. Talking about Jesus. The good stuff that is in there. So let's before we close, let's look at some faith statements that come from winning faith. Okay? When we have strength beyond the challenge. Here's some things we can say. I believe God's in control. Did you bring the sun up this morning? No. I believe God's in control. I believe God saved me because he loves me. That took me a while to say. Anyone know? Are you with me? God saved me because he loves me. God will be faithful to complete it. I have strength beyond the challenge. 
Come on, get it in your system. I have strength beyond the challenge. I can do all things through Jesus. Who? Jesus who? Loves me, strengthens me, defeats my enemies, is greater than whatever I'm facing, and rewards even my sin nature. He's greater than that too. And rewards those who seek Him. Why? Because there is no problem He cannot solve. There is no question He cannot answer. There is no disease He cannot heal. There is no demon He cannot cast out. There is no enemy He cannot defeat. There, well, there is no difficulty He cannot overcome. There is no stronghold He cannot bring down. There is no bondage He cannot break. There is no prison He cannot open. There is no mountain He cannot move. There is nothing too hard for our God. That was worth more of a cheer than a home run grand slam. One more chance. There is nothing too hard for our God. This is the God that we serve. This is who he is for real. Every day, no matter what we go through, when we're together, when we're alone. This is who he is. You can have strength beyond your challenge. Do you believe it? Please stand with me. Let's close in prayer this morning. I'm so glad that this is true. I'm so glad that God did not ask me to go through life by myself. I'm so glad that He's always there and always able to help. I'm so glad that this is not a pipe dream. This is not pretend. This is not a lie. This is the truth. That that is who God is. That I can rely on it. I can lead on it. I can depend on it. Reasonably so. It does not take a leap of faith. Reasonably so. I can believe that this is who God is and that I can have strength beyond the challenge. You're here today and you need strength. As I pray, just raise your hand to identify your need. I'll pray for you. We'll pray down God's strength in your life and whatever challenge that you're facing today. God, I thank you that you are with us, that you are for us, that we are not ever once alone, that we are not left to try to muscle it through or endure it on our own in our own strength, that you do not ask us to live in our own strength. Thank you, God, that you love us, that you're the one who does the heavy lifting, that nothing in this life, no challenge, no death, no loss, no disease, nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus, that you are there for us and that with you, we can have strength beyond the challenge. And thank you for it today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. Love you. Thank you for being there today. Again, at the Orioles game, we'll be in section 386. Next Sunday, we have lunch together. Feel free to bring your friends, bring anybody you want. And it doesn't matter if you've got enough food for them. We will figure it out. But you can feel free to bring something to eat or drink too. God bless you. Love you. Have a great day. It may be the best day of summer. Grace and peace to you. Have a good day.